as obedient children, an invariable characteristic of all Christians. The divisions between God's children and the children of this world turns on obedience to God. This is a quote coming to you from the People's New Testament Commentary. In this broadcast, we are continuing our new series based on the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. In this podcast, we will use as our main text, 1 Peter 1.14, which says, As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves, according to the former lusts in your ignorance. Now, as uh, we look into this text, we want to uh, first understand that this message is going to be dealing with obedience. Now, this is a, a word that you don't hear much in the church today. You don't hear many sermons on obedience but yet it is the characteristic of all saints, and it must be stressed now more than ever. Matthew Henry said, The children of God ought to prove themselves to be such by their obedience to God, by their present, constant, universal obedience. This is how we prove ourselves to be children of God to those around us by our obedience to God. It's not by what we say with our mouth and what we profess to be. It's how we show them through our obedience that we are indeed the children of God. Now, the Bible talks about obedience from cover to cover. And as I said before, obedience to God is a characteristic of the saints of God. In the Bible, it is commanded, and we see this in Deuteronomy 13, 4, which says, You shall walk after the Lord your God, and fear him, and keep his commandments, and obey his voice, and you shall serve him, and cleave unto him. Obedience to God includes obeying his voice. Exodus 19.5 said, Now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then you shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. Also in Jeremiah 7.23, But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice and I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. Also, obedience to God includes keeping his commandments. Ecclesiastes 12.13 said, let us, he, let us hear the conclusion or the sum or substance of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. Keep his commandments. Be obedient to the whole will of God. 
for this is the work and business of every man. The Bible also points out that as Christians, we have obligations, we have a duty to obey God. We see this portrayed in Acts 4, 18 to 19, where the rulers, the elders, the scribes, called Peter and John and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge, judge ye. Whether it's right in the sight of God to listen to you more than to listen unto God, will you just judge? And also we find in Acts 5, 28 to 29, where the council, the high priest, said to Peter and the disciples, Did not we straightly command you that you should not teach in this name? Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. And so we see that uh, the disciples were resolved uh, upon obedience to God. And we must be that way too as the church of this day. We must be resolved upon obedience to God. We see this in Exodus 24-7. And it says, And he, Moses, took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people. And they said, all that the Lord hath said will we do and be obedient. And that's what should be our resolution today as the church of Jesus Christ. We should say to the culture, to the government, to anybody who tries to oppose us, all that the Lord hath said will we do and be obedient. Now, it's interesting to note in Daniel 9, 9 through 10, where Daniel was confessing the sins of the nation before God, he included their failure to obey God. He said, to the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws. And oh, how we need to confess this sin before God as the church and as the, a nation, that, oh God, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws. Also, the uh, scriptures tell us that we should pray to be taught obedience Psalm 119.35 says, Make me to go in the path of thy commandments. We can't obey on our own. We need God's help, his grace. And we need to pray, O oh God, make me to go in the path of your commandments. Psalm 143.10 says, Teach me to do thy will, for thou art my God. Make me to go. Teach me, O oh Lord, we need your grace. And then as we look into the scriptures, we find that God has promises 
for those to, to uh, for those who obey him. Exodus twenty three twenty two says, "But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries." Wow! To have God to be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. That will happen when you obey God. Jeremiah 7, 23. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and you shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. Who doesn't want everything to go well for them? Well, we find out it will when you obey God. We also see in the scriptures that the wicked refuse to obey God. We see a perfect example of this in Exodus 5, 2, when Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. That's the attitude of the wicked today. They don't want, they're not going to obey God. Who is the Lord that I should obey him? I don't know the Lord. Well, there's a punishment for disobeying, for refusing to obey. Deuteronomy 11.28 said, And a curse, if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which you have not known. Also Joshua 5, 6 said, For the children of Israel walked 40 years in the wilderness till all the people that were men of war which came out of Egypt were consumed because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord. There are serious consequences when you refuse to obey. All right, going back to our main text, First Peter 1, 14, Peter said, as obedient children, as obedient children, as children, he's saying those who are adopted into God's family and regenerated by his grace. He's talking to those who are children of God by God's grace. But when he said, as obedient children, he was using a common Hebraism, children of obedience. And this means the highest order of obedience to God. This was a common and usual Hebraism, children of obedience. It means uh, persons whose characteristic is obedience. These are children of that to which they are addicted or devoted. They are children to whom obedience is their character and ruling nature. They obey God's commands. They submit to his will. And they have an unwavering confidence in him as their father. But Peter said, as obedient children, and then he gave them an, uh, a, 
command, or he hinted at a command where they need to uh, display obedience. He said, as obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance. According to the former lusts in your ignorance. He was talking about before they became acquainted with truth in Christ. And he's talking to us as well, saying, there was a time when self-will shaped your life. You molded yourself according to your own desires. But all that must be at an end now because you're obedient children. Before conversion, you were supremely selfish. You lived for personal gratification. You gave free indulgence to your appetites and your passions. And you conformed yourself to the customs and opinions all around you. But now that you're obedient children, you are governed by a different rule. The former standard of morals and opinions are no longer your guide. Your guide is the will of God. So he said, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance, the reason why is because now you are obedient children. Now, Peter said, not fashioning yourselves, but this seems to be an echo of Romans 12, 2, where Paul said, and be not conformed to this world. Peter said, not fashioning yourselves. Paul said, and be not conformed. Now, it's interesting to note that these two words, fashioning and conformed, are the same Greek word, syskematizo, syskematizo. And they mean to conform to a pattern, to fashion according to. And they're only found in these two scriptures. These, this uh, Greek word is only found in these two scriptures of the New Testament. And they mean that you are, uh, uh, as believers, you're not to be conformed to the world. You're not to be conformed to ungodly passions because you're obedient children. As obedient children, you're to hold constant a counter motion, a counter motion to the course of this world and the corruptions of the times because you understand that the world neglects the will of God and entirely follows its own will. As obedient children, not fashioning yourselves according to the former lusts in your ignorance and be not conformed to this world. Now, uh, based on something I studied in the Full Life Study Bible, I would like to present to you uh, four points uh, that go along with this message. As obedient children, you are to realize the present world system is evil and under the rule of Satan. 
as obedient children, you are to stand against the prevailing and popular forms of the spirit of this world, proclaiming instead the eternal truths and righteous standards of God's word. As obedient children, you are to despise and abhor what is evil and love what is righteous and refuse to yield to the various types of worldliness that surround the church today, like greed, selfishness, humanistic thinking, political maneuvering for power, envy, hate, revenge, impurity, filthy language, ungodly entertainment, immodesty, drugs, alcohol, worldly companions. And as obedient children, you are to have your mind conformed to God's way of thinking by reading and meditating on his word. You are to have your plans, your goals, and your ambitions determined by heavenly truths and not by this evil temporal age. So I ask you today, are you claiming to be one of God's children through faith in Jesus and what he did on the cross? If so, are you walking in obedience to his voice and his commandments? Or are you, like the world, following your own will, yet you're calling yourself a child of God? The way you prove yourself to be a child of God is by your obedience to him. The world and the wicked live under a different standard. Our time is up for today's broadcast, but I encourage you, stay tuned for our next teaching as we continue our study of the theme, Nearer My God to Thee. This is Connie Giordano with Walking in Truth Ministry, praying that you will walk in the truth every day of your life. In Jesus' name, amen.